and welcome back again to the Dentistry Podcast. I am Gabby Bissett and I'm here today with Michelle Hardy, the Sales Support Manager at Practice Plan. How are you today, Michelle? I'm really good, thank you, Gabby. Thank you for asking. No worries. We are going to be talking about the five-step process for NHS conversions today, which I think is something that a lot of people will be interested in understanding at the moment, given that a lot of people are looking to enter private practice or go fully private so i mean a five-step plan the best place to begin is step one so would you like to let us know what that first step would be of course yeah so right at the very beginning we've got to ask the question first and foremost is it right for you And this will be something that's very bespoke and very particular for each individual dentist looking at this. Uh, They'll all be at different stages in the career, there'll be different things going on in the practice. Um, So the first step really is just to make sure um, that we look at your particular situation. Now there's lots of things going on out there in the dental market at the minute that are driving practices to this decision where maybe it wouldn't be their first choice. So things like of course with Brexit we know there's recruitment issues, it's very difficult to get dentists at the moment, hygienists, therapists, nurses even. So you know if they can't recruit the right amount of clinicians then obviously there's issues then can they deliver their NHS contract. So you know wider issues are having an impact as well as the issues of the initial dentist that's contacted us. Um, That ability to deliver the contract, obviously we're returning back to 100% very soon and I'm talking to lots of dentists that are saying, Michelle I don't think I can go back to that, I can't work at that pace anymore or I've actually enjoyed having a slower pace of life so what does it look like for me? Um, We do obviously a full risk assessment to make sure that we look at how long has the dentist been at the practice and and look at the viability of it all really, which takes us on to step two, I guess. So step two is exploring the financial side. So what, what do you actually mean by that? What's important to work out before somebody launches themselves into this conversion? Okay, so what we need to have a look at in terms of viability is... Is it going to be successful? There's no guarantees with any conversion, of course there isn't. I can't sit here today and say, you definitely will get the patient numbers you need, will definitely earn the income you want, but it's really, really important that we know what we're striving towards to say, is it potentially viable with all the right sort of conditions in place? Can we, first of all, replace the income that you're earning on the NHS? So that's normally the first step that a practice would like to have a look at is what would it take me to secure that income outside of that NHS contract? So we would do either an income replacement or sometimes if it's a whole practice, we'll look at the whole practice team. And so that will give us sort of some standardisation in terms of hourly rates and plan prices and things like that. Um, One of the other things that we also offer as part of our service as standard is for each dentist to have an appointment with one of our Wesleyan financial consultants just to have a look at their pension really because that's not a side that we deal with but again it's important even if they've got their own financial consultant just perhaps to sense check that what does it mean to my NHS contributions I've made in the past and is there any shortfall we've got to look for there so it's quite a rounded in-depth look at all the figures really. Um, 
Um, that sits alongside the risk assessment that I've just mentioned where we're looking at how long has the dentist been in practice, what's the other sort of, what's the locality like in terms of is there any capsis taking on. So it's quite an in-depth risk assessment that we go through with the practices, really just to give us all the facts and all the information to find out is it right for you. So that's the next step and that's a really crucial step actually, Gabby. Yeah, I can imagine that is that is very important before taking it any further. I think one that people may worry about is obviously the, the, the process of informing their patients that this is what's going to be happening, which I can see here is step three. So how, how would practices go about that? What is involved in this part of the process? Okay, so once we've determined which plans that you want to put in place that are right for you and right that you feel are for your patients, the big question then is how are we going to inform them of what you're doing? So there's two ways that you can convert your patients. Um, you can take the long view, but obviously this depends on how much time you've got available or you want a timeline thinking. So for example, if we go back to that scenario where we're back up to 100% of delivering your contract in April and you haven't got the clinicians in place to be able to do that, time is not on your side, so we have to act quicker. So the two options are, first and foremost, is to do a mailing to all of your patients. So we would mail the patients out on your behalf. You provide us with a list of all your attenders and usually we'd look at the last three years. Um, we'd work with you to put together a letter that makes sure that we've got all the points covered off that the patient needs to know to make a decision, but also there'd be an opportunity for you to personalize it at the beginning of the letter, to let the patients know, this is why I'm doing this. This is what's brought me to this situation today. So it's very personal in that beginning of the letter to tell the patients why. We just have to make sure from our side that we're covering everything the patient needs to make that decision. And included in that letter, we can give the patient to option to have a unique code so they can go straight online and sign up at home. So they've got all the information there. They can literally follow the link put their unique reference in and they can sign up and it's done and dusted. So it's easy for the patient. It takes a lot of pressure off the practice because obviously you're not having to control all of that and deal with all that in the practice. So it takes a lot of pressure off the front team doing it that way. Um, but obviously, if you looked at it from a negative side, if there was any, as we know, patients don't always read what you send them. They sometimes skim read them. So, you know, it's trying to find that balance, really, between having that personal touch, which we try our best to cover everything in the letter, and having that conversation with them. So when you're doing a mail-in, it doesn't stop the phone calls coming into the practice because, of course, patients will read it and they'll still want to talk to your team and say, I've had this letter, can you just explain it to me? So it doesn't mean that there isn't any commitment from the practice, but definitely lessens the load. And you've got a quick, concise time period because in the letter, we'd give your patients deadlines by which they need to respond to fit in with if you're giving the contract back, because as you know, if it's a whole practice converting, we have to give your local area team three calendar months notice. So again, we'd work in the timeline to make sure that's covered. If it's just a single dentist in the practice converting, but you're keeping the contract, then we can be a little bit more flexible in terms of how long that process is for the patient. Now, if you want to take a longer view with that and have the conversation with your patients, we can do a system whereby you'll see each of your patients for one last course of treatment 
but they'll have a little bit of a warm-up letter before they come in so they know that you're going to be talking to them about the changes but it prepares them for that conversation and then when they attend for that appointment at that stage then they have to decide do I want to stay with you as my dentist going forward but it's a much more personal approach but that can take up to a year 18 months to get through all of your patient lists that way so in terms of method it really does depend on what's going to work for you best in again in your practice in your circumstances it sounds like there's a quite a lot involved in that step I think for people to consider depending on what their client base is and, and who their focus is when it comes to providing treatment step four is that is that a little bit more straightforward or is that quite <laughs> overwhelming as well well it's definitely more straightforward because by the time we get to step four we've already done all the hard work for this so we've took the time to really dig down into the business into the dentist are the team ready for it really this is all about supporting the practice now through those next crucial months and through the conversion so step four is all about support so we would get involved with your team very early on you know before letters go out to patients before you start talking to them um, we advise all practices to engage their team in these conversations with them about i'm thinking about this process can i get some feedback from you and what your thoughts are because definitely if you can bring your team along with you as part of that journey rather than it gets to the day where we're ready to push the button and then they've got no idea it's much, much a nicer experience for them they feel they've had more involvement and they can give you input from their perspective as well so before we even launch we would make sure as an absolute minimum we go in and do a full team training that's usually two or three hours with everybody in the practice so everybody even if they're not involved necessarily so like i said it could be just one dentist but we like all the front team desk there they're crucial the dentists that are converting their nurses so everybody at least in the practice is aware of what's going on why it's happening and what the next steps are for them you know what is the process because it's really important at this point we don't drop the ball so we want to make sure with them that as part of that training, they've got a really robust process of what happens then when the phone rings or what happens when the patient comes into the practice, who's going to speak to them about what and when. So we've got scripts that we can help practices with if the team are not very confident. We'll make sure as well that when the letters are due to go out, we'll spend time with the front desk in the practice so that if they get stuck with any questions from the patients, we can give them guidance and support on how to deal with those things as and when they crop up. Um, we'll have copies of the letters so again of course the team can all see exactly what's going out to the patients and we'll also make sure they've got all the marketing collateral that they need so things like plan leaflets, brochures, make sure they've got all the copies of the scheme that's included they can give to patients privacy policy documents so any supporting literature that they need to launch their conversion will have provided all of that in advance also with any practice that we work with we can give them access to their patient information via a secure link online so we'll make sure at that stage that everybody has got their own logins they all need to know how to use online services and they can track how well their conversion is going all online through that portal so part of that support and training is to get them familiar with where to look for the information and how to use that 
So by the time they start, they've all had at least this thorough training and then obviously as we go along, things will crop up and then we'll carry on giving sort of one-to-one -one coaching if we need to, whether that's with a dentist that's not sure how to pitch it to his patient or with a front desk. So we're definitely there to hold their hand all the way through this because we do understand how important it is for a practice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's um, an overwhelming prospect perhaps for some to make this move but if you guys are there to to help them through it and answer their questions and support them where it's needed then it's um they must feel a lot more reassured throughout the process i can imagine you've had a fair few people making this move recently have you have you been busy we've been so busy so busy <laughs> Um, and definitely the market is changing again. I mean, obviously back in 2006, it was whole practices converting when the contract changed. Then I think we've been through a period of a few years whereby maybe it's perhaps been a principal converting, but they've kept the contact uh, contract in the practice. Um, but obviously, as I said, right from the beginning, because of these recruitment issues that are cropping up now and practices are finding it more difficult we're going sort of back it, it feels as though the tide's shifting again and we are moving back to more full practice conversions definitely but we're extremely busy at the moment you know we're getting inundated both from new business people wanting to explore their next steps but also existing practices where perhaps they did convert in 2006 kept a very small contract and they're thinking now it plays such a small part in our business now we really do want to take those final steps and get rid of it and be completely independent so really really busy for us we're out on that road again and having calls every day yeah I, that doesn't surprise me given what's going on i think no. steps like this and and talking people through the process is very relevant and and um, needed by a lot of people so thank you very much for coming on today to talk us through what that does involve and what practices and dental staff can in, can expect if this is something that they feel uh, they're going to embark on at some point soon so thank you very much Michelle I really appreciate that that's absolutely fine thank you Gabby is here helping you stay up to date and in touch with all things dentistry delivered by fmc dentistry cbd brings together articles courses videos and live streaming education to help you stay compliant with more than 250 hours of courses available to browse online it covers a whole selection of areas including all of the gdc's recommended topics all of this for just 29.99 a year to get involved and start your cbd journey visit dentistry.co.uk forward slash cbd